0: if so, okay, for legal reasons, just to be clear, that was a joke. <laughs> we didn't mean that. Please do not think you will get immune that to coronavirus by listening to this podcast. <laughs>
1: Ooh, baby, I don't want to be alone tonight. Ooh, baby, I just want to listen to a podcast that I like. Ooh, baby, it's called Cross the Exit. Hello, Hi.
0: <laughs> just to start <laughs> off with your high was completely lost in the signal, but we'll figure it out. Welcome to episode seven. Seven,
2: seven I think,
0: I want to say seven,
2: yeah, I think it's seven God, I
0: hope it's seven because otherwise <laughs> it's going to be an awkward beginning <laughs> to the episode. But episode seven, of Cross the X's yeah, but for the first time ever in the history of this podcast, not going to waste any time before jumping straight into the topic that we're talking about. Which I'm sure is a welcome change for many of our listeners.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, our rambles are a little out of control at the start,
0: as as many of our listeners and our producer have told us. So yes, today's topic is continuing on our previous explorations of hope.
2: Mm -hmm. I yeah, you could say that actually. Yeah, yeah. I
0: mean, for me at least, it's absolutely another attempt to try and find a reason to be hopeful or optimistic during wherever we are right now and today's topic we're going to discuss times that either you or I surprised ourselves yeah and I don't know about you but I'm going to keep it in the pleasant way I'm going to try and make sure my stories are all about how I pleasantly surprised myself and not about times when I have done something and gone oh that's a new low Which I
1: actually,
2: a I, actually lot. I actually automatically only thought of examples where I pleasantly surprised myself so there's something to that because it it's not that I haven't made haven't made mistakes or that you haven't made mistakes but it's but that it's I think it's, it's the
0: essential difference between you and me is that you automatically go to, oh, of course he means positive surprises and I have to go and okay, don't think of the negative things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I
2: absolutely didn't think of that. I was very excited about this topic. Huh. Like, ah, Some things to discuss to with my therapist that.
0: later. But anyway, <laughs> okay, I think first of all, before we begin, let me just say this topic is very important to me right now because the opportunities to constantly surprise oneself are so far and few between in the scenario in which we exist right now, that I think it's important to focus on the things that we have achieved in the past and the things that we have done in the past, which are testament to the fact that we will do better. We will do things in the future that are worth considering. Yeah, And, and to, to me, that's, that's really very important.
2: Out. Yeah, I think to all of us at this point, because I think it's so easy right now to give up hope and to think that- Oh um, yeah, super at- easy. Yeah, that, that situation might get worse than they already are. And if they get worse, how will we deal with it? Will we be able to deal with it? And so I think it's time and it's good in these times to think about events and past stories where actually we shocked ourselves with how brave we were or how if we followed our gut feeling, it ended up in a positive way, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so I think that's the way in which we're going. And without further... Yeah, yeah.
0: I, I think, yeah, much much <laughs> to our listeners and our... Producers, may we have once again managed to ramble before the topic. Ashish, why don't you start us off?
2: Okay. The first thing that came to my mind when I thought of this topic actually was my role as a teacher. I have been teaching for a while. I I taught in India for a year, year and a half, and then I taught here in the UK as well. And my self-confidence cripples me before every class, before every you know, tutorial before anything that requires me to actually go up and speak to a bunch of people because I just question my authority in the subject and I just question mm. my ability to actually answer students' questions because because my, my my main concern always is, well, of course, I don't know more than them. Of course, I'm not better than them. And you know what? I'm not. I mean, that's the conclusion that I have. I, to, mean, I am not. Better that, than that's that's up
0: for debate, but go
2: yeah. on. No, no, no. The thing is, and, and that's a great realization actually because teaching is not at all about being better than better than students it is actually about facilitating conversation and it's about being able to also learn from them right so anyway i guess what i'm trying to say is that there have been so many situations that in my in my mind they're so clear to me they're so clear those incidents when i've walked into class tackled a very difficult subject very sensitive subjects sometimes and answered very sensitive questions in a fantastic way. And if you had told me 15 minutes before that class began that that question is going to come up, I would have freaked the fuck out. I would have been like, I have no fucking clue how I'm going to deal with this. But there is something in us that I, I, I don't know what it is, but I, I just love that there's a part of us that has the ability to surprise us that way, that can actually take up situations and, and turn them into strengths. And I can honestly think of examples, I can think of times where I've actually, this is this is so funny, like sometimes I have shocked myself to the extent that, that I've had to sneakily like take notes of the things that I have said, to be like, oh my God, that's so smart. <laughs> <laughs> Note that down, this will be useful. <laughs> and that that level of you know that there's something in you that has the ability to actually make you feel confident that Mm -hmm. kick that you get when you know that oh my god I did it and they loved me and they and they and I was able to answer their complicated questions I think is just super rewarding and it's one of the reasons why i always want to teach i i never want to stop mm-hmm, teaching mm-hmm. yeah that's that this is not a specific example but i think it gives you a sense of what i'm talking about oh, absolutely and
0: i mean two, two points to that i think number one a couple of weeks ago i took my parents out on a drive because mm-hmm. i'm fairly certain they're getting cabin fever and before we and feral beasts i would like them to get some fresh air i took them for a drive out on the highway and one of the places that we crossed was your university in india where you used to teach
1: oh, nice.
0: and i totally forgot to send you the pictures on that as well but uh <laughs> but we crossed that and i have very proudly pointed out to them that you used to teach there it wasn't me just telling them oh Ash, you used to teach there it was me describing how you were a teacher there with pride. And I felt that sense of pride, telling them about it, which brings me to my second point. I know exactly what you're talking about in terms of being freaked out before certain lessons and then realizing that, oh, you actually yeah. have managed in the moment because I mm-hmm. saw it happen hundreds of times. Before every lesson, you would have a full meltdown. And I mean a meltdown <laughs> yeah. where you would be, calling me on the phone and literally in tears you would be sobbing through this idea of how you don't know if you are qualified enough to talk about certain things or if you don't know if you can facilitate certain conversation and invariably after the lesson you would call me and say listen you have no idea what i did today like someone raised this point and i responded to this and this happened and i think by the fifth or sixth time i was like all right she's got this she clearly she doesn't really know it but she's yeah, got yeah. this really so
1: at the stuff. fifth or sixth
0: time when you were I gotta be honest when you were talking to me in the beginning telling me about how you're scared about a lesson most of the times I wasn't really listening <laughs> because <laughs> I was I was just like oh God. again she's nervous I know like in two hours she's gonna go into her lesson and then it's going to be amazing and she's gonna blow everyone away but fine I guess I will listen to her talk about how she's scared about her lesson. And I don't mean need to, I don't need to. I don't need to. I don't mean to diminish your so,
2: anxiety no,
0: or your experience that. in any way. But after a while, I got the pattern, and I realized your anxiety was not stemming from a place of being underinformed. It was stemming from a place of being underconfident. That that was yeah. it.
2: Yeah. But this is the. But this is the ironic thing, right? And this is, I think, uh, the conclusion we're going to come come to time and time again through your incidents and through mine. Is that there's that that that's a cyclical thing. It's like these stories and thinking about these incidents actually give me confidence, just a little bit more. Just make me I need more confident for the next time I teach because I never now think, oh my god, I absolutely can't do it because I mm-hmm. have done it in the past, you know. So I obviously mm-hmm. I can do it. I just obviously. have to trust myself. So you right. just so I think, oh, so maybe what we're talking about is about trusting yourself. There you I go. Guess,
0: I guess, yeah, maybe yeah. that's essentially it. Maybe we're talking about self trust, which is. Not a term I've used before. Yeah. So. Sorry,
2: just in, a little interjection, just to tell the listeners at this point, the reason why this has come as a bit of a eureka moment is because before we pressed record, we were thinking, hmm, what's the point of this? <laughs> so now we, now I'm kind of happy that we, we are going. To there go is a
0: point it. to it, after all. Yeah. <laughs> no, fair enough. Sorry, go on. For me, I mean, for, to anyone who knows me, this won't be any secret. But to those five listeners who don't know me. <laughs> The last year has been extremely difficult in that finding a job in the UK with a non-MBA degree and Mm. Brexit on one side and COVID on the other. All these factors combined, it's not easy to find a job in the
1: UK. And
0: six months of constant rejection followed by you realizing that, oh, now you have to move back to your home country. And not only that, there is... Mm. Fairly certain chance you will be living on your parents' couch for a long time. It's a big self-esteem killer to the extent that when I first came back to this country, I thought I wasn't qualified for anything. I didn't think I was qualified to do any jobs or have any kind of career and when I came back I was doing a lot of shitty content jobs that were way below my pay grade and getting paid peanuts for it and doing work that I could have done at the beginning of my career as well only because i thought that's what my actual self-worth was right over the last three months i have managed to somehow overcome that feeling to a large extent get clients where i'm doing work that i think is worthy of my talents and convince people i don't know and have never met to consistently take chances on me by succeeding and I think for the first time in many months, I feel like, oh, I'm actually worthwhile if that really makes any sense. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so hard to explain. I was writing just for pocket change. I was writing blog copy for companies that literally sold cow dung. It was, I and And and
1: companies that sold
0: kitchen equipment. I just, it was a really, it was a bad time. I don't know how to explain it, but I think think
2: think people will get it. And I think you've done a great job of actually explaining that, that the reason we even doubt ourselves in the first place is of course, I mean, of course, people have different anxieties and uh, insecurities, but also of course, our circumstances make us that way as well, right? There is something that happens around us that makes us doubt us. So I think, especially in those times, it becomes harder to trust yourself because because I saw you through this time and I remember saying, saying to you over and over again and then that you've overcome these situations, similar situations in the past where you've been unhappy with your you know, current circumstance and you've managed to rise above it. You've managed to make something of it. But it was difficult. It was very difficult for you to yeah. believe me, right? Yep. Yeah. Because yeah. So, the situations bring us down and circumstances have a massive role to play on our anxieties. I so can I, also
0: I- sort of attest to the fact that these situations are weirdly whirlpools that you get into deeper and deeper as they get worse. Mm -hmm. And usually the solution to break out of them, of course, is different for each person, depending on where you are and what the state of your mental health is and so on and so forth. And I'm completely accommodating for that. But mostly the solution has to be brute force because I remember talking to someone who I asked for advice in terms of how do I get freelance clients, how do I get people to give me money and trust me for my work, which I know is good at some level. Yeah. And he gave me some advice that I thought was really shitty advice at first. Because mm-hmm. he said, you got to hustle. Mm-hmm. And when I first heard that, I was like, what kind of dodgy millennial Instagram bullshit <laughs> is this? Do you, do, you, <laughs> hustle, bro. do you want me to hashtag make it rain? What the fuck are you talking <laughs> about? <laughs> and as it turns out, pretty solid advice because after that working with clients I have put day and night into making things happen and have tried actively to win their trust and when I win their trust it sort of builds up my own self-esteem and that sort of creates a Jenga effect Jenga sorry not the right word (laughs) considering how how games of Jenga end but (laughs) you understand what I'm going for
1: yeah yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I'm just saying to break out of that vortex there is a need for just brute force.
2: Yeah, I agree. And and very related to that, I think it, it, it's a good segue to talk about my next thing, which is one thing that has never, ever let me down has been my passion for what I study or what I want to study mm-hmm. or for the field that I'm in. I think it is so important to have that. It's so important to have that one tether In your life where you know, no matter what you do related to that, as long as it's related to something you're passionate about, you will never let yourself down. And that passion will never let you down, right? And whether it was my interview at Young India Fellowship, whether Mm. it was my interview at, you know, DU for English honours you know th- those were those were just just,
0: just for just for the clarity of our listeners when you say do you, you mean the university of delhi
2: yeah i mean sorry i mean and
0: the young delhi. india fellowship is a liberal arts fellowship that you were part of
2: yeah yeah and you know these were instances that really helped me learn so much about myself actually because i i was gonna study like business and what's it called bcom honors and economics honors like i yes I what, what a thinking. horror
0: to have studied business yes
2: uh-huh. it, <laughs> i truly dodged a bullet i'm right here
0: actually i'm right here you think i'm passionate about business
1: <laughs>
0: anyway um, go on I to stop yeah.
2: my comment um, yeah, No, on. but what i'm trying to say is that in these times I, I've surprised myself by my own knowledge on the subject that has then helped me identify actually that's where my passion lies and not in any other area, right? And these were literal foundational steps for me. I mean, one wrong decision in what I studied in my uni, one wrong decision in whether or not I did the Young India Fellowship would have completely changed the subsequent course of my life, right? You know this. I mean, you've seen me be who I am today because of this journey that I took god that sounds lame it's not no, a it's journey not, it's not. No, but, it
0: no but no but it is though i mean yes does it sound lame absolutely yes it does sound lame i'm not gonna fight you on that but is it yeah. untrue no it is a journey dude as, and sadly is the best way to describe it as yeah, as teeny bop yeah. instagram as it sounds it it is what it is it's a journey i'm with yeah. you
2: yeah so, so i guess i guess what i'm saying is that for some people for some people their passion might not be in in a field or in a particular art form, for th- for them, their passion might be I just want to be rich, you know, I just want to make money, and 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 that can that's enough sometimes to drive you. So I guess what I'm trying to say is that if you just have that faith, if you just have that, if you just have something or some aspect of your personality that makes you feel. Slightly confident. Hold on to it. Hold on to it because it'll help you get to get to the next step. I mean, honestly, my my interview at you know University you know, of Delhi and Bo, and young India Fellowship actually both of them really are. I look back at those times sometimes and my lowest points uh, in my academic journey. Like even going forward, when I think about oh oh God, what will I do? You know, beyond the PhD, it's it's very crippling actually to think about given the current situation with covid etc like without getting into it it's difficult it's difficult to be hopeful about future about my future employment about where i will live will i be in this country etc so i think it's very important for me to have those two points to, to look back at where i was asked the most random questions about how would you how would you connect uh, your favorite player to your favorite song, right? And then to spew some amazing stuff about Waiting for Godot and Hotel California and Postmodernism all in the same breath was... Not something I had. I would ever have been able to tell you that 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 I have it in me. Actually, that that the answer was tailor made in me. It was there in me. I had no idea that I had it. You know, but it was in me because I was passionate about that play, and I am Mm -hmm. passionate Mm -hmm. about that song, and I was passionate about post modernism at the time. Right? I believe.
0: Uh, Yeah, I know. (laughs) Considering the uh, the amount of Virginia Woolf conversations I've had with you, and the amount of novels and random essays.
2: but yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Well, clearly I am not suited for
2: <laughs>
0: what you are Without doing. Without
2: getting into the nuances and the details <laughs> of the situation, I guess what I'm trying to say is that for me, my passion has never let me down. And I think in your case mm-hmm. as well, you should speak to yourself, but I have seen you as well um, at your happiest Right, when you're able to work in teams where you're able to be stimulating, you're able to stimulate yourselves with conversations or with engagement, right? And and of course, your passion for writing.
1: Yeah, I mean,
0: of course, my passion for writing has helped me through some very, very dark times where I had really no purpose. And I used all of that lack of self-worth and very frankly, on me, I guess, but poured it into creating something I thought I finally had the time to do and I wrote like screenplays and yeah. books and essays and whatever. No, which I materialized into anything, but that was never the purpose. Just that's a fine. book?
2: Did you write a book, Anana, that I don't know about?
0: I started writing a book, but I left it midway. It doesn't matter. We'll move on.
2: Sidebar for later.
0: Sidebar for later. But um, <laughs> yeah, so I think, uh, yes, that's helpful. I also want to bring up an example that's important to me mm. because of the way I surprise myself in it which Mm -hmm. was not through, Oh, I have achieved something. Of course, yes, I did achieve something that was surprising to me, but because of the way I was able to set a bar of achievement for me, which was a healthy bar. I have clearly had issues with the way I look for many years of my life. Post school, not post school, but towards the end of college and post college, I've been very conscious of the way I look and more specifically to do with my weight and whatever. Mm. And all my efforts to get healthier or my efforts to be better were always geared towards getting into a certain shape or size, right? It was always, oh, if I could look like that, I have achieved something. Yeah. And this year, for the first time, so the last two years, I've really been into yoga, Mm -hmm. which we will not unpack how that entire thing has been co-opted by the religious right and now I feel guilty for doing yoga because that's a whole box that we need to open right now it's not fun but I I still like yoga and I managed to blind myself to the weird side of it but for the first time this year my goal was not get thinner get trimmer get muscular or whatever it was to just get stronger
1: yeah
0: and to set that bar for myself I decided all right there's a certain thing in yoga And it's called the crow pose and Mm
1: -hmm.
0: as much shame as I'm bringing to my culture, I don't remember the Sanskrit word for it. (laughs) Oh dear God. If you guys remember the Sanskrit word for crow pose, please leave it in the comments on Instagram or something. I don't know. Now to do that, it involves a certain amount of training. It involves a lot of core muscle development and a lot of core strengthening. It involves a lot of upper body strength. And in general, involves a fair amount of stamina building. Well, really, it takes a lot out of you.
1: Yeah. Right?
0: For the first time, after months and months of concerted effort, I am finally able to somewhat do that. I'm still a little far away from doing it properly, which I hope to do before the year is over, but I'm somewhere close to that. And it's well probably done. because, thank you, but it's probably because for the first time in my life, the achievement is not coming from an unhealthy place. Is coming yeah. from, I want to be stronger to the best of my abilities. Yeah. And that's a healthy way of doing it as well, because it's not ableist, first of all, to each as a matter of their own abilities, right? whatever abilities you have at that moment, people who are confined by physical abilities, time, income, whatever, right? Those are the best that you can do. And also, it's not an unhealthy metric that is forced upon you in a very, um, I don't know the right word for it, but in a way that fashion magazines force it on you, right? Sure, oh,
1: yeah.
0: It's in a very, I want to be a stronger person mm-hmm. and I make resolutions That's every important. year, every year at least one of my resolutions was about my weight, about looking a certain way, about fitting into certain things. And for the first time, the only year that I'm close to actually achieving a resolution, which is probably harder than any other resolution I've ever kept. By the way, ah. like losing <laughs> yeah. 10 kg is probably easier than doing a crew course. Yeah. Yeah. But for the first time, because it's coming from a healthy place. I have genuinely surprised myself by managing to get really close to achieving my new as institution.
2: That's so good. That's such a nice story. And and obviously like you you ever since you told me about this goal of yours, I have looked up a pose and I know how incredibly difficult it is. So I didn't know actually that you you're like almost at the brink of achieving it. That
0: I am very excellent. close. I'm but very close I'm, to it.
2: Yeah. No, but that that's such a good example, you're right, of the approach you take. As well, um, in achieving a certain goal and how that. Or is measuring your achievements, yeah. Exactly, and now this can this will potentially help you in the future when you know you set you set a goal for yourself and think there's no way I can I can do it. There's no way I can get there actually mm-hmm. because if your intent is right and if it's healthy, then there's a good chance that your body and mind will make it happen. Yep. God, this episode has so many like Baba Ramdev type. Things that I'm saying, yeah, it's just
0: <laughs> let's it's not just let's not cheapen problem. what we're saying by associating your
2: mind and body will make sure it happens. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> we have not resorted to please buy this cow urine for cleaning your hospital floors, My which is something God. that Babarandev does. Okay, so let's not we have not souped to that level. You
2: listen to this podcast, you will become immune <laughs> to <laughs> Corona corona. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> so <just> <laughs> <laughs> um, okay I we
0: have time also, for one more story i think i think you should oh, go
2: think, for one more i don't think i have any other
0: come on dude i've, I've seen uh, you do crazy things
2: no not really but no i guess this might be a good way to uh, round off what we both are talking about sometimes uh-huh. it also our gut is to, is to trust our gut because I think a lot of the times our brain is telling us something that our gut is not or telling us the opposite of what it is. And I, this happens a lot with me in my friendships, in my relationships, in my past relationships, right? And then I, it, it becomes so, so important actually to make that decision at the time. Have you, ever, have you ever come across that? That feeling of instinct saying something else, mind saying something else?
0: Oh, dude constantly I mean first of all let's be clear I suffer from pretty intense anxiety disorder so
2: I, what, mine is not as hard as yours but it is pretty whatever like, yeah I mean,
0: I mean no I'm saying you do too I'm not diminishing your experience at all But I'm saying what you're talking about the whole mind versus gut thing that's like 24 mm-hmm. 7 for me all the time constantly
2: so I guess that that's one more that's one more thing I've learned from my my own the the, the decisions I've made in relationships and friendships in the past where I think it's very important for me to trust my gut and go with my instinct rather than try to overly rationalize what my Mm. mind is saying. And that's always, that's, I mean, I I have the reason I'm putting this under the umbrella of times I've surprised myself is because genuinely, those were times when I've surprised myself and thought, oh, I I didn't intend to, I didn't go in thinking I was going to end that or, you know, and then, then it does. And sometimes you you end up making those decisions and actually, in hindsight, they're the right decisions. So I think that that's the kind of mentality that makes me less fearful of similar situations in the future, whether they are in relationships or they're in, gen, or they're in your, you know, my professional life, for example. But also those conflicts show up sometimes. And I think I just, I have to learn, it's such a learning curve to trust yourself it is so stressful sometimes it becomes impossible to just just trust yourself and trust your body trust your you know instinct and actually go with it because given how given the fact that you and I are both anxious people actually that doesn't help our lives that doesn't make it easier for us to make any kind of decisions big or small
0: nope but can I just say I know this is not exactly the topic we're going for but a thing that you have surprised me with
2: tell
0: me is I remember when we were dating and before and after that, for a little while, I remember how dependent you were as a person on many people for many things. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And that was just part of your life at that time. And I'm not judging you for it. Clearly I was very much in love with you. then, so clearly I didn't judge you for it, but I have seen you transform into a completely different person over the years. I'm not saying you don't depend on other people still. Of course you do, but we all do. Right, you depend on other people to a certain extent and maybe it's more than I depend on the people but that's just you as a person but over time you have grown so fiercely independent and figured out your own way out of situations that old Nachal would have struggled to even comprehend on her own and that's just a huge surprise I've, I've seen you grow as a person so immensely that's been a huge surprise to me
2: Firstly, thank you very much I'm very touched by that but secondly, it's very interesting that you say that because I genuinely think I've gone the other way. I, I really? looking back, I a hundred percent think I was much bolder, much more independent. I mean, man, I've like you know traveled alone in Europe. I've gone skydiving on my own and saying like I've done things that if you that I would be very skeptical about doing doing now. I yeah, I but at the
0: same time, you were super duper impressed when I had to get a wisdom tooth removed. And I went to the dentist on my own. And I remember you were just fangirling yes, over I it for an hour. Like it. You you went to the dentist with no one else. And then you got like anesthesia and they took out your ears. I still tooth, stand and- by
2: that. I still stand by that. That no, I is went to- incredibly amazing. And strong. It's
0: not amazing. I went to a dentist.
2: I would never do it on my own. Ever. <laughs> I, I would pay a stranger to hold my hand. <laughs> to my come. I, I am not getting a wisdom tooth removed all on my own, dude. That's like a whole other level of strength.
0: You I'm are sorry. really stepping on my point here. I'm really trying hard to keep holding on to what I said oh earlier. I've
2: still taken on board the compliment. i still, I've, I've internalized it now. <laughs> That's happened. Oh, you
0: are glad I could help.
2: No, um, but just to, oh, just to end... I think and and I'm not just saying it because you complimented me so I want to compliment you that's not why I'm saying this but genuinely I sometimes feel like I have more faith in you than you do in yourself and I think in, given recent events what you were just describing in your first example about how you actually overcome the situation which is where people have lost their jobs, people have lost their livelihoods and you managed to kind of rise above it and, and, and struggled and fought your way through to employment um, I think I had no, I never had any doubt that you would be able to do that. But that is simply because like I said, it's That means one
0: of us, yeah, because I had all the doubts in the world.
2: No, and, and, that, and that's what I'm saying, right? Sometimes it's the external voice that actually that has more faith in you. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, you and I have always had each other's backs and always course, been that so. voice for the other person. Absolutely. Um, but I've, I'm especially proud of you now. Because literally seeing you in the UK and then then back in Delhi, struggling and then finding your feet and staying above water has been fucking awesome. So, well done for that.
0: That's that's very sweet of you to say. And that I'm genuinely very touched by it to know that even in my lowest times, I have you to have my back. That really means a lot. And And before-
2: Why your tears away?
0: oh fuck this is not i am not crying just for the record i have not cried and i don't think crying is bad you should cry if you feel like crying but at the moment i'm not crying
2: <laughs> i'm kidding anyway i think the reason we both kind of also just
0: to be just to be clear my inability to cry itself deserves a whole episode because <laughs> oh that's my God. A, that's we should
2: talk about that
0: that's some fucked Anandi. up emotional shit I have to
1: deal with.
2: <laughs> Guys, can you vote? Can you please tell us in the comments or write to us or whatever, DM us on Instagram, if you think we should do an episode on crying because Ananya and I both share a very difficult and different relationship with crying. Don't you think? <laughs> yep. Emotions in general. So tell, tell, tell yep. us if you think we should do an episode on our emotional, uh, what, what's the word for it? Emotional, no, what is it called?
0: Our Relationships with Emotions?
2: Yeah, then, yeah,
0: then. yeah, because you have a very intense relationship with emotions and I treat emotions like the child that I had, but don't recognize as my own. Yep,
2: yep, so, yep. Yeah, so that could be actually quite interesting. But anyways, the reason what I was saying earlier, the reason we thought this might make for a good time to talk about times we surprised ourselves is because we are in a time which was completely unforeseen until a couple of months ago and i i do think each and every one of us in our own right has surprised ourselves we have surprised ourselves in the way we have
0: yeah so many people have surprised us too like so many people have come out so much stronger out of this than i thought
2: and i think it's a privilege to be able to survive as well in situations like this but i think it just it's just about having faith in yourself and hoping that make
0: it yeah i mean even with privilege it's not just having privilege does not guarantee your survival it takes Mm -hmm. a certain amount of emotional and mental fortitude to make it through this and if you have if you have surprised yourself during this pandemic or before we'd love to hear those stories and i'm sure other listeners would too because like i I said last time these are stories we need right now everyone needs them
2: and talking about stories that we need right now we move on to our x's and o's segment where we talk about other people's hopeful stories (laughs) and the things that they're looking forward to do post pandemic
0: i cannot wait to talk about this are you ready yeah all
2: right let's do it Welcome back to X's and O's, our favorite segment where we read your stories back to you. Yep. And this week, especially, Ananya, oh, yeah. do you I know mean, how many we have?
0: I I am just truly taken aback by how many responses we've gotten this week, which leads me to believe that people, as it turns out, have some pretty strong feelings about the whole pandemic ending. This
2: surprise, surprise. passionately about it. <laughs> I actually <laughs> I actually love it. I really love some of the responses.
0: I think in total we have I mean, I don't even I don't even have a total number for it. It's just a massive I mean, document for a response. Oh, by yeah. by any measure. Yeah. And Got also equally surprised by how each one of those elicits a response from me.
2: Yeah.
0: Just so, so many, it, I, I said, it.
2: man, me too. Yep, me too. Yep, almost
0: me too, all another. Is... Yep, I yep. get it, dude. I completely get what you're saying right now.
2: So we're sorry in advance if this episode is slightly longer than usual. It's because we really didn't want to exclude any of the entries. Yeah, so Because we're they, going were going all,
0: they were all they were all worthwhile, dude. They're really good. Yeah. I guess the episode was about things we <laughs> forward to doing once this horrible, horrible pandemic is over and our lives are back to relative normal. Actually, actually, the first submission. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, so the first one is from Karanjit Bedi, who says, "I just fucking want to go to college because I've been in grade twelve for a year and a fucking half now."
0: Now, and I, I know we will say this multiple times throughout this entire segment, but fucking, I get it. dude.
2: I really get that. I mean, I... that angst that you feel in class eleven, anyway, Which is why unbelievably isn't school overwhelming. Ending? <laughs> Honestly, (laughs) I Uh, feel so bad. I feel so bad for this batch.
0: Because other than the fact that, oh, I'll miss this place. What is the biggest feeling of a grade 12th person is when will the rest of my life start? And that has been yep. the prevailing emotion for all this time. <laughs> I know there is a rest of my life, but why? Why is it not starting? Why you know is what, it...
2: Karanjeev? You know what? I have something that will make you feel better. We're all in class 12 right now. I think... Surely, surely that should comfort you. We are literally all in class 12 right now.
0: That's, that, That I think, is the definitive tagline of 2020. It's 2020. Welcome to grade 12 again.
2: Yep. <laughs> all right. Yep. Okay, I'll
0: go, I'll go next. And again, I mean, we we'll, we know what we're going to say to this, but uh, mm-hmm. Trublin Korchuk says mm-hmm. she misses solo trips.
2: Oh my God, that I read that one. That one hit me.
0: I get it. I get it. I completely get it. And the thing is, I'm not even a big solo trip guy. I haven't taken many solo <laughs> trips in my life. But the idea that mm-hmm. I can make any kind of movement uh, geographically without anyone else having anything to do with it, is such a luxury right now? Yeah, yeah. Just, yep. just, I think I don't think I took enough solo trips. That's what it is. It's regret. Is, is what that
2: I think it's that because I feel similarly. Yep. What I feel is also yep. that is not that not that I'm a big solo trip taker. But the thing is, I used to at some yep. point. So yep, now this exactly. reading this made me feel like man, like why don't I do that more often? And I mean yep. now we can't. But eventually yep. when we can, maybe we should.
1: And then, how about now,
2: we take a solo trip together? Wink, wink.
0: I'm really, I think you are missing the gist <laughs> <laughs> about solo trips.
2: <laughs> I just want to take a trip with you.
0: <laughs> I will, we'll, we'll make it happen. But 2021, that's our year. We will right. travel so much. All right, you yep. got it. So,
2: the next one is One Word, and I think it is one of my favorite by far. Who's it from? It's no nonsense. I'll tell you, it's no nonsense. It's straight up. What I think a lot of us miss, this one is from (laughs) Megang Sangvi, who simply says, karaoke.
1: Oh, dude.
2: That, I mean, honestly, you know, my birthday was recently and last year on my birthday, you remember what we did?
0: I remember your birthday. It was so nice. We booked a karaoke room for ourselves, like a private karaoke room. We got plastered and sang like Kelly Clarkson. We had
2: had free cocktails coming in. Oh, man, that that night.
0: A day that was, it was gorgeous.
2: Can you imagine if someone had told us then that that would be the last time we'd get to karaoke okay for a long ass while?
0: I would not have left. I would I not would have left. I I would be like, you'd better get like, I don't even care about the police. You'd better get like paramilitary forces in here because I will die before I leave this <laughs> karaoke okay, yep, room for the last Yeah.
1: Yep.
0: It is, oh uh, God. We feel so you, much, Megang. So yeah. much pain. Thanks, Megang, for picking up those wounds the next one i know i will love hearing this but i know you will hate it because it'll make you feel bad it mm-hmm. comes from lakshmi from delhi and she mm-hmm. says eating gold from upsc in New Delhi. oh like i miss it i do but i still have some access i know i know it's hurting you in your soul
2: it, it's hurting me inside of me <laughs>
0: Oh, yes. Oh, and not just like the, UPSC, just chart in general. This is a five, again, like we said this earlier in the episode as well. It's going up yep. to a street vendor and eating food. Oof.
2: There Oof. is just something about the sw- sweat, blood, and everything else of yes. the man <laughs> that is selling you. <laughs> that food, is that insane. is just. <laughs> 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 that tastes like something else. Next one is from Arsh, who says stop wearing masks. LOL. I get acne because of it. And I feel yep. horrible. Firstly, Ken, this is my brother so let's not let's not pretend like it's some strange thing. I'm yeah,
0: no, it's Arshvij. <laughs> but uh, your brother yeah. makes a very valid point because I know this is an audio podcast but there's this thing that's happening on my nose right now.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. I can yeah. see it.
0: What to yeah. take a picture?
2: <laughs> Just the there content you know. we want to show to our listeners. Yeah.
0: There's something <laughs> happening on my nose right now. There's just like two pimples and I Mm. know why they're happening. I know because it's the material of the face mask rubbing against my nose all day.
2: Oh, man.
0: So I get it completely. And as as someone who suffers from adult acne, which is just a wonderful thing to happen to someone who thought, hey, I'm 15. It'll be done in a year or two. (laughs) Clearly not, but nope. uh, yeah. It's
2: like Class 12, doesn't leave you. Class Take 12,
0: 12. <laughs> 2020. <laughs> Welcome back to Class 12. <laughs> okay, All yeah. right. Your point is taken. <laughs> the next one comes to us from Shraddha Mayra, <laughs> who says, I want not stop going back to my car because I forgot a mask. <laughs> 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 Which is oh. i feel that also i must say the other day i had to go to the market to buy something and when i was parking my car in the market i realized i would forgotten my mask scariest five minutes of my life forgetting your mask is the equivalent of
2: yeah i don't know going on a date and
0: forgetting you've got protection i don't know what it is anymore
2: the next one is from dakshita whose message is basically stream of consciousness because i think she started thinking while writing writing this message to us.
1: <laughs>
2: and then just, I think, led herself into a hole of depression, which, you know, is symptomatic of our own episode, but <laughs> that's exactly what happened to us.
1: That is,
0: again, an alternate, alternate tagline for 2020. So, <laughs> this leads to a hole of depression.
2: My God. Mm. So, she starts with, Taking a flight, going to the beach, swimming without feeling paranoid. And then she said, scratch everything. Wow. <laughs> Stepping out without a mask. And then she mm-hmm. said, forget that too.
0: My God. <laughs> Attending
2: a concert.
1: <laughs> wow.
2: Going to Universal Studios. So I think she finally arrived at like what this she most felt passionately about. But I think
0: when she... F- this message is just like an M. Night Shyamalan movie. Just twist after <laughs> this left turn after left turn. just Wow.
2: I don't even blame her. I mean, honestly... If you yeah, start thinking yeah. about the one thing that you miss most, it's impossible. It's impossible. Yeah, to because think the there's
0: one thing. so many things, dude. We we did an yeah. entire episode on it and we couldn't come to any conclusions. So I don't oh. blame you for not misfitting it in the message.
2: Absolutely.
0: I get it. Yeah. I get it. That's the you are all of us. Well done. My next one comes from Anushka Gambir. And since you were so honest about it, let me also say this is my sister and, and our producer. And our producer. <laughs> 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 so good to know that at least some people <laughs> Are <laughs> still key on this. Who comes yep. up with a very honest and a very sweet response is that mm-hmm. she can't wait to hug people again. And
2: Oh, man. Oh, dear God. And you know, this was my one as well. That's the thing I said. Yeah, in you the said episode. this on the episode. So, as well. Anushka, I really feel that.
0: Just physical.
2: Ananda, and go hug your sister more. What is this?
0: I don't think I am people she's talking about. She gets to hug me all the time. She hugs Stay me every day. She hugs me every day. <laughs> <laughs> I think she means that. Like, okay, people that's people.
2: cute that's nice i'm but, a very
0: affectionate brother just to be clear
2: but <laughs> not right, overly so affectionate
0: never mind oh, no, no,
2: stop. <laughs> <laughs> the next one is from mike clark and family actually because this is a conversation he had with his family and then sent us this response
1: that's and he said
2: what yeah i know i actually love that he spoke about a podcast with his parents so that was sweet he basically says that they all miss and i can't tell you how much i love this one they all miss being spontaneous. They just miss doing the most ordinary things, but just spontaneously, just deciding to do to go have a meal somewhere, just deciding to take a trip next oh, weekend, dear. just God. being spontaneous. And I can't, that really hit home, dude. I mean, because oh, I. Uh,
1: other
0: day, I'm a planner
2: trust me like I like to plan but this is even beyond my liking what's happening now I, I can't handle I it I get
0: it The other day my parents just decided listen we haven't been out of the house in a while Let's just drive on the highway and see where we go And we drove like a hundred kilometers out of Delhi on a whim early yeah. morning And came back yeah. and we didn't do it we didn't get out of the car Right we didn't do yeah, it yeah, yeah. because yeah. obviously it's too scared Of course We stayed inside the car drove hundred kilometers out of Delhi drove back
1: yeah. There
0: was just a rush because that was the first spontaneous thing we had done in so, so long. Even though it yeah. was just essentially me driving and got to be honest, for the last 80 of those 200 kilometers, my mother being passed out in the backseat. But it was just, <laughs> even that was just a rush, dude. I spontaneity, yeah. man. Shit. I, I get it. I get it. Going, going to a friend's house in the middle of the night. Fucking... Who knows when this is gonna happen again? No, 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 no. Sorry, moving to sad territory. Move happy, looking forward to things.
2: (laughs) We shall do it soon.
0: Can't wait to go to a friend's house randomly in the middle of the night. (laughs) Okay,
2: friends in the same city. Watch out.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'll go for the next one. This one's kind of long. Comes from Assas, from Noida. And can I just say how happy that makes me? Because I'm Noida. You have
2: Noida representation. (laughs) Noida
0: represent. Where where are my you peeps at?
2: No, <laughs> oh, no, 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 no.
0: You peeps? No. It's like you peep? No. no? Okay.
2: Cool. Uh, no. You know, I got it. There's a reason I said no, 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 <laughs> All right, no.
0: cool. I thought maybe you were Never mind. Okay. No. So, Ahsas from Noida says, This quarantine's made me realize the importance of taste buds. Now with restrictions, even the thought of good food is enough to bring the mouth to water. First thing to do after the sense eat a lot. Everything. That's part one of his message. Yeah. Can't 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 agree more. Yep. There is so much food to be had that I am not having in this moment and I'm following just so many. chefs on Instagram. There are so many yeah. chefs and so many restaurants I'm following on Instagram. Just every day going through my Instagram like, yep, this is getting added to the list for sure. Oh, then yeah. he says, Then I would love to travel to big parks, monuments with friends, lovers and just enjoying the monu- moment in that form. And yes, party. A lot of party. <laughs> Without fear. <laughs> That'll be a blessing. And I think that is key. I think that is key to note right now. It's not that we're missing partying, right? Party is just an abstract. What we're really missing is partying without fear, doing Absolutely. reckless, stupid things in the moment without yeah. any fear of consequence. Staying up till I think 4 that's M.
2: Constant. That's consistent in all the ones we've got. I mean, whether it's going, going swimming, or going for a concert, or whatever, everything is. The idea is to go without fear, without feeling paranoid.
0: I think it's key, but. It especially in party I think for at least for me I think when it comes to partying I think what I miss is not just the idea of partying with fans the idea of partying without fear of consequence because that's when you have the best time right yeah I'm I'm up till four I'm dancing doing a variety of intoxicants and making terrible decisions (laughs) but tomorrow the slate gets wiped clean and we start from scratch that wipe clean is gone that's what I miss
2: it's true. The next one is from Prerna, who starts her message with, please don't judge me for this. Too late. And the, the thing is, it's what she's about to say is the first thing that I would said to in the episode. <laughs> she go said, on. I really can't wait to go to office. And I then get she it. said, I get it. Um, she said, yes, of course, there's travel and meeting people, etc, etc. But I even miss the absolute basic normal so fucking much like a place like office where I could just get up and go to and be my most reductive self and have people around without any effort with the proper office space that is completely your own. And oh, I feel Jesus. that. Rena. Yeah. And that's what yeah. I told, like I replied to her message saying, like, listen to the episode because that's literally the first thing we said.
0: Yep, We have no arguments there. dude. hundred yeah. percent. This comes from Kriti Ramaswamy. And I say mm-hmm. this for the end because this is something so normal, mm-hmm. but Something we just took for granted, okay? She says, honestly, the thing I miss the most about pre-pandemic times is the deadly metro. It's amazing how I'm so nostalgic to be back in the middle of an extremely crowded, often mm, terribly smelling environment. (laughs) I used to commute by metro every day for two hours and became literally my second home. Need a place to nap? Find a seat. Unlikely, but try. And snooze away. Literally no one will wake you up. Even if you're the only remaining passenger at the end of the line, even if you're drooling on the shoulder of the auntie next to you, Probably even if you're on a fire. And I used to eat all my meals at Metro stations as well. And it's it's a little concerning how much I miss a cabin's milkshake, sweet corn for lunch, and stale sandwiches for dinner. The only downside to using the Metro is that you often bump into unwelcome acquaintances. I understand completely what you mean. But as I've learned, masks are a very good disguise if you use them well. So that's the only good thing to come out of this lockdown, I guess. But yeah, the first thing I want to do after quarantine is to go on the metro again. And now, Ashul, I know you have not been a frequent user of the Delhi metro all your life.
2: Of course I have.
0: In college, but after college, have you?
2: Okay. Yes, I have after college. In fact, not in college. College I used to drive to.
0: Of course, rich girl. uh,
2: Come to the point you're trying to make.
0: (laughs) For me, right up until like 2018 when I quit my job, I used to travel from Gurgaon to South Delhi every day by the Delhi metro or to explain the Delhi metro to people who are in other countries, a subway or the underground trains, essentially. Yeah. And I, dude, I never thought I'd miss it. Every single day, I would just <laughs> moan me. and whine about how, oh, it was disgusting on the yeah. metro. It smelled terrible. There was someone eating terrible, smelling food right next to me on the metro. The baby was crying. Some lady drooled on me. It was just terrible, but I never thought especially, I would... Especially,
2: listen, especially as a woman who misses I, the metro, and must oh, you need a pandemic. Let's put it this yeah, way. Yeah. You need a <laughs> pandemic
0: yeah, to yeah. get
2: a woman in Delhi to miss the metro. I, yeah.
0: that, things must be going really badly if really a woman badly. wants to get on the metro again. <laughs> it's not. I am with you. I completely... I, yes.
2: Alright, my last one is from Arnav, who says attend parties that will Definitely in bold letters, traumatize me for a lifetime. Yes. Make plans to <laughs> make plans to experiment with psychedelics with friends while yes. being completely aware. <laughs> while being completely aware that we're all too afraid to follow up with the plan, coming across an attractive stranger and consequently fantasizing about spending the rest of my life with them.
1: I
0: I think this might be my favorite submission overall, and not because Firstly, of the Can things. I just say
2: the. This is so passionate, this is so beautifully
0: written. It is beautifully written and not just because, yes, I want to attend parties that will traumatize me because that's part of the joy and I do want to make plans and experiment with psychedelics because that's just crazy stuff to do. But what really gets me is the honesty with which he ends it. He's not saying he misses coming across an attractive stranger and hitting on them or going home with them or going on a date with them. Very honest in response.
2: Although, can I just say that maybe you can still do. How? Virtually. Where?
0: Where would you do
2: I mean, Meet someone online or meet someone socially distanced and then find the about
0: same. Them? It's not the same to see the photo of someone online posing next to a hillside or a picturesque, fake, candid sort of environment as opposed to seeing someone on the train home either maybe listening to music that you love or reading a book that you like or just behaving in a way that is attractive to you in real life in real time there is something else to that attraction to a person there's an okay there's an entire instagram channel that is devoted to good looking boys on trains reading books
2: i know that (laughs)
0: there is a reason that channel exists yeah. because there's no match to real life connection that you will not get through stalking on social media and you cannot you maybe can lust after someone on social media you can't imagine the rest of your life with them that you need I to be on the plane with them for that
2: you are correct and i i get I it enough. Can, yep. we just, can we just take a moment please to thank what a note all to end on
1: <laughs> Yes. Like,
2: honestly, though, it was it was so nice to read your entries and to to know that actually so many of you are listening and actually feeling the same emotion of kind yep. of depression but kind of hope. Yeah. So who knows? You
1: know? <laughs>
2: it's, um, it's
0: a I think the I think the emotion can be categorized as sad. Maybe I am <laughs> sad, but maybe.
2: But maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And don't forget, we're all in class twelve now
0: we're all All right hashtag all in class 12 now
2: (laughs) (laughs) yep that's going on on instagram so we see you next time
0: please write in for your x's and O's for this episode so we can keep this whole thing going because honestly what you guys sent this time was just amazing thank you so much we'll see you for the next episode
2: bye